most Thursday mornings on lovethynerd.com slash twitch. The following Saturday, you can enjoy the audio version only right here on LTN Radio. Now, let's get into the show. Hey, hey, what's up, nerds? My name is Bubba, and this is my bestie and the whole wide westie, Maddie Wambier. You did and it again. Yeah, I'm going to do it every time. That's my <laughs> intro. Every time. Hey, no, and you good. are watching and or listening to Matt and Bubba present beer bros in the morning with coffee drinking and stuff and games is that, is that the a beer, full official title bros. it's like when you don't okay. beard bros with matt and bub in the morning that's that's what we there do. it is with coffee drinking time at your leisure mm. <laughs> it's like it's like when you're when your mom calls you by your full name that that would be our full name or when your mom calls you by the right name well, both at the end, yeah. It's, it's difficult when you get like more impressive, more than like one kid. Like you're just you're going through like all the names. And you just, sometimes they just come out of your mouth and you, you say the wrong one several times over. No, I, June. I mean, Penny. No, Margot. Margo, please. Well, uh, what's really funny, right? Is I don't know if you do this. I do this a lot. Like I will constantly call my kids by the wrong name. Right. This is exactly what we're talking no, it's about. No, like, it's a parent thing to do. But then. I will, I'll get somewhat perturbed. I won't say angry because it's not, that's not what it is. I'll get somewhat perturbed with my children who come when I call a different kid's name. And I'm like, is that your name? I don't think that's your name. I didn't come call on. that name. And they're like, but to be fair. Just if, think about what you just did here. You hardly ever call the right name. My, um, my kids will call me mom sometimes. And then I'll, oh. like when they, when they say mommy and I say, yeah, and then I, I'll, I call them by a different kid's <laughs> name just because it, it just works out like that's pretty savage. Well, I we're, we're all working on it, you know. We're all working on it. I di- I don't I don't give my kids a pass on that. I don't give PJ a pass on that. <laughs> PJ, come on, grow up, would you, mommy? I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm not your mommy, so <laughs> you can use my real name, please. Oh man, well maybe he probably won't get there. I'm just going to suppose it won't happen. Uh, hey, we're not here to talk about what you call yourself or others around you. <laughs> Usually we're here to talk about board games and tabletop games and what Bubba likes to say, tabletop experiences, mm. because that's what we do uh, for for many for many oh moons. Bubba and I were doing our 13 games that blank. 13 games that fit in your Jinko jeans, 13 games that are best for two players. Personal favorite of mine. Yeah, 13 <laughs> games that are over, you know, an hour long or whatever, 13 games under 30 minutes. Or, you know, we had we had a bunch. And what we eventually found um, is we just kind of kept repeating ourselves. And we, we yeah. got some new games in there. We, like, don't get me wrong here, but we constantly kept going back to um, a lot of the same games. And yeah. we found that doing 13 of them was was difficult. Uh, so we're going to switch things up a little bit. We still will give you our, you know, the best blank games. We probably will do five or so. Um, but we're also going to play a game on board game arena. We're going to invite some of you all to be a part of that as well. Uh, if you so choose, um, but yeah, we're going to, we're going to switch things up. We may even do some type of like short reviews. Um, and when I say reviews, I'm not saying like a, a letter or a number score. We'll just tell you about the game 
and then uh, tell you who it would be best for. So Correct. Okay. Hey, um, part of what we want to do today, and we'll probably jump back into a game, and we, we'll wrap up the, the show with the game, but I want to talk about teaching games and ways that we've found the best way to teach a game is. And this might be hard to explain, but we're going to do our best to um, to explain it through. It, I, I do it in a three-step system, um, but I think you probably do similar Um let me just play over here so I can see your face. Okay. There we go. Um, I do it in a three-step system because this is I found that this is a way that people catch on quicker. Yeah. Um, typically, when we sit down to a table, I'm either going to take the book and I'm going to read that introductory, introductory paragraph. It usually is like the flavor text. I go into it thinking like, what's my motivation what 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 am i doing in this game am i collecting cats am i laying tiles to make the biggest city am i trying to make the best zoo so when i sit down i want to make sure that whoever i'm playing with knows exactly what they're doing like why they're doing what we're doing so hey you're building a a zoo you want to have the most animals you want to be the most thoughtful about conservation because there's a lot of extinct animals and you also want to bring animals into your zoo they're going to attract more uh, you have attendees. a very specific way that you you label that step, though. What do you call that, Matt? My motivation. That's what, what's my motivation. What's my motivation? Yeah. So it's it's what's my motivation? Why am I doing this? He so, method acts in when he plays yeah. games. What's my and motivation? He, some some books like rule books will give you a very clear, you know, four sentence, one paragraph, uh, little blurb about hey, you are in the 1800s and you are in the industrial revolution and you know whatever it is um because people then be like okay now i know why i'm playing this game you know besides just have to have fun um but you want to make sure that you like they know what their motivation is the next thing i'm going to do that's that's step one the next thing i'm going to do is tell them how they can win like how they're scoring points how the game ends basically so this is when the game ends and this is how you score those points it's kind of a that's one step but it's also kind of two steps at the same time um people need to know how the game ends what what's the end thing you you saying good morning good morning yeah, everybody. i'm saying good morning to duchess i'm trying not to i was trying to be inconspicuous but then i did no. this like yeah. on the internet <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we're going for motivation we're going for for end game and then we're going to say how do I get points or how do, how do I, like if it's a scoring game, like how do I score? Where do the points come from? Mm-hmm. And from there, I guess it's a four step. I said three from there. I'm going to start going down into a step-by-step um, of the game. Now it's really important to keep in mind that some may argue this, and I, I know the type of person you are to not give them all the information all up front. That's me. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm personally, I'm not going to give you every minutia of the game because if you're playing a three-hour game, you, you don't really need to know, you know, when when A happens, B happens. So just an example with, with Arc Nova. Arc Nova allows you to upgrade your cards. Yeah. I won't even talk about the other side of the cards until the option comes up that they can upgrade their cards. I'm like, I will mention, hey, there will be points in this game where you'll be able to upgrade your cards and flip them. When that happens, I will talk to you about what those mean. Right. Like, you don't want to fill their brain so much with all this. I call it useless information. It's not useless. It's going to be helpful for your, you know, end game. 
but they don't in need your first tomorrow. game it's useless it's absolutely useless because <clears throat> especially let's just use arc nova as an example okay especially in a game like arc nova that is a very long play mm-hmm. okay it's a very dense <clears throat> game you're like oh how cool we'll just make a zoo no you like There's have to have you like have to have a zoo making degree in order to to play that game <laughs> and you get that degree in the rule book and so like this stair-stepped approach to teaching games is easier on smaller games yeah but more beneficial on longer games like larger games okay to to think that everybody needs to know every single piece of the information from the very beginning is to think that that person is going to retain all of that information at the very beginning of the game i cannot tell you how many times we have sat down and taught games and we get halfway through the game and somebody's like, well, you never said that. And I'm like, actually, that no. was the very first thing I yeah. said. <laughs> you, you decided you didn't want to listen. So you got bored and got up and went and got a snack. And that's when I was trying to speak loudly over everybody else in the room to say that thing. And so like, you're, you're trying to cram all this mm-hmm. information into a small spot. So you hit these high points that we're talking about and then you can move on. And one, once you get to that point, you're like, hey, okay, now we're going to do this. Yeah. For yep. instance, when I was teaching Wonderland's War this past weekend at Strong Tower Con, I would say, hey, this is what the tea party phase is going to be. Let's talk about all that stuff. These are some things that are going to happen in the war phase, but we're actually not going to talk about the war phase at all right now until we get there. And then what happens is everybody pays the same amount of stupid tax at the same time, right? Yep. Everybody makes the same boneheaded decisions. You're like, oh, well, I didn't know. You're like, well, don't worry, because neither did they. Nobody knows. You're learning an entirely new thing in this phase of the game. With Carcassonne, what we just played, no problem. Hey, you laid here. You did that. Whatever. Like, the game is just so fluid and rapid. With other games that have very specific phases, it just makes sense to take them in small chunks. Yeah. Now... I will say if you're able to, and this might be a a specific instance, like if you're going to a convention with us to teach a game, or if you're going to convention period or going out into public to teach a new game, um, play it a few times before you get to this event. Uh, That will help you work out a lot of the the kinks that you find after, you know, one or two plays. Um, You'll remember those things you forgot about, hopefully. And then you'll be like, hey, this is important. This is often forgotten. Like, Heads up on this area, like this is the, the most difficult to understand. I get the most questions. Mm-hmm. Focus in on this thing, um, and that's typically what I try to do. I know, Bubby, you do the same. Like, at least play it through a few times to make sure you know the flow of the game and what's important to mention early on and what's not important to mention early on. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, Chad. Don't do it ten minutes before the stream. We've done this, Bubba and I, and, and Chad and others in the chat here. We've played games on stream that we just learned 10 minutes before uh and sometimes it goes okay other times you're like well i messed up that entire game (laughs) Uh, i feel like that is that's the that's the curse of the content creator yeah right is that you have just one billion games that you need to play and so you may feel like you have everything good enough and then you just launch into the game on a live stream or wherever Mm -hmm. now i will say this okay in a, we, we do a lot of our stuff in convention space. We demo games for 
publishers and distributors and you know creators yeah. and all sorts of stuff. I feel like those are the safest places. As as weird as this is going to sound, I feel like those are the safest places to teach the game wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not like yep. oh well because the creator is right here. It's because when we teach when we teach games, and this is the secret sauce from LTN, right? When we teach games, it's all about the experience. Did you have yep. fun? Do you want to come back and play that again? Every single time somebody sits down to the table with us, we want that to be the best, the absolute best time anybody's ever had playing that game. And I would say probably eight, seven to eight times out of 10, that's what we hit. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you sit down with people and they just, it's, they're not, they're not feeling it. They're tired. Yeah. It's that they're only there for 10 minutes. They're not engaged. They're, they're moving on. They're doing stuff. Yep. But those those seven out of seven or eight out of ten times, you just go all out. We talk about stupid tax. Um, that is, I don't make people pay stupid tax. Or like yep. I said, if we do, everybody pays the same amount at the same yep. time. I am really good about saying things like, "Oh yeah, I remember when you dot dot dot." Somebody was like, "Oh, you know, it's almost back around to their turn." Like, "Oh, I would have done this if I was." Yeah, yeah I remember when you did that. Yeah, yeah no go problem. Ahead. Yeah, and so you'll have somebody like, no, 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 I'm, I'm learning the game. I should have, I, I should be like, no, you, you're learning the game. You, yeah. you didn't know better, and it's okay. Like, I'm going to allow the rest of you to the, do the exact same thing because mm-hmm. you're still learning the game. I think just making sure in all things, like, just have fun when you're doing it. Like, really try to enjoy it. I tried yeah. to uh, make jokes along the way. I, I poke fun at myself. Uh, I talked <laughs> I talked to myself in the third person talking to them. Uh, or third person, I talk like they're talking to me. Like, just make it a, a good experience. Um, obviously, the the people that you're teaching yes. will have a big part to do with that. But being able to read the room and uh, helping when you need to. Like, if I'm teaching certain people, I'm going to give them extra attention to make sure that if they're not getting it, like I'm there to step in, answer yeah. any question. Like, hey, I'm not cheating. I don't. I don't care. I always want you to learn this game and, and have fun with it. Like, here's here. Here's some strategy I would do. Like you have this card that allows you to play lizards. You have this card that allows you, it gives you a lizard. Let's go ahead and build you a, a lizard hut. Like, so you can get these out there for free. Basically. That's Ark so, Nova for anybody. Yeah. I'm talking about Ark Nova. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking, no, that's real life right there. <laughs> I only, I only told one person I was a lizard King this past weekend. <laughs> Once. I, no, that's not true because when I walked up, I heard you okay, say it twice, again. twice. Okay. I said it tw- at least twice. Cause, uh, yeah, lizard King. Teaching kids games is is similar, but can be different because usually kids games are pretty snap and go, like put the thing down, let's you know move the next room, which is great. Um, I saw Shane said he's good teaching kids games. Your kids play a lot of games. Yeah, not adults though. Uh, I mean, I I will say this. So Sean Sean of the Dead said in here he teaches differently. He teaches trial by fire, Um, and I guess that that hey if that works with the people that you teach games with that's that's great mm-hmm. we teach games to a large swath of strangers most times yeah um, if i'm teaching a game to my close personal friends my local gaming group or I, whatever i gave you the rules yeah i mean like it's it's like hey we play games a lot you knew that you needed to be listening um yeah. but it's it's depending on the situation right like if I know that they've had a really long day and I had to convince right. them to come play a game with me or whatever, then I'm going to be a little bit more, you know, uh, loving and caring in those moments. Yeah. But here's the beauty of it. If you create a gamer, 
all right like you create somebody who loves this game because they had such a great experience then you're more uh you're more apt to have a more competitive experience the next time you play that game yeah so when we taught the crew um to who was there grace was there you were there i was there luke was there well i wasn't nearby but i wasn't there oh okay you weren't there yet um so we we taught the crew oh steven steven was there and so was Mm -hmm. brian anyway we uh, we taught the crew to a bunch of people and it was like hey i know you're going to want to know everything right now but we took our little stair step approach we kind of taught everybody sometimes you have to teach the mechanics of games period like hey Mm. this is a trick-taking game have you ever played games such as hearts or spades you know get that basic knowledge first because Mm -hmm. that's going to determine how quickly you can jump into other areas hey have you played a deck builder before no you haven't played a deck builder okay here's the basics of a deck builder that you'll need to know for this game have you played a worker placement no okay here let me tell you what you do like yeah it's re it is super important i i i didn't mention that step but it is very important that's it's, usually what i'll say is when I, before i even start introducing like the concept of how to play the game like yeah have you played blank types of games before and the, the trick is to not sound elitist right 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 yep. well, have you played a deck builder worker placement at area control are you, you talking know, about like, dune imperium yeah like find a game that's out there that's popular and say have you played this game oh, okay or it has like, this similar okay, yeah mechanic yep. to it and so it, it's okay to liken that stuff and if somebody says no then you gotta just roll it back one more time and go okay yep. hey here's what this means this is a major component of the game yeah i've done this <laughs> where i wanted i wanted my local uh game group my friends to play scythe and if you've not played scythe i highly recommend it okay i you really should. do it's a long teach it's a long game it, this Scythe is one of those games where we kind of refined our process of how to teach games because we got sick and tired of sitting down for an hour every time we had a new player to teach somebody how to play Scythe. And so um, I knew that I wanted to teach people how to play this game. And so I said, hey, can I have you guys over the course of three nights? The first night we'll play Risk. Okay, probably the most widely known, commonly understood that gives you, um, you know, the the direct player conflict and interaction. Um, You know, it gives you, you know, kind of this area control, you know, method. And that's a big piece of what Scythe is. The second night we played Settlers of Catan or Settlers of Catan if you're nasty. Okay, (laughs) and I am. And so that gave you kind of like the resource management side of things. It got you into the hex based movement. Um, and all that stuff like it, it it kind of introduced you into what the board is going to actually look and feel like and then on the third night we played scythe and i kid you not on that third night when we were starting to talk about things they're like oh okay oh that's like oh yeah mm-hmm. and so like we've yeah. already had like a progression instead of just going hey we're gonna play twilight imperium um fourth edition tonight let's do everybody it buck- right now. everybody buckle up like ease people into things if you're able to like you have a local gaming group people you play with often like ease them in take the time to kind of get to the place that you want them to be instead of just you know hitting them over the head with a big Mm -hmm. old crunchy game so yeah i agree um i think all that to say like part of what we do with love thy nerd and bubba kind of mentioned is we go to conventions and we work with game developers we were we were with game companies and we teach their games for them and we sell their games for them 
and we put a lot of emphasis on knowing their games being competent before we get to the convention so usually the companies will send the games out to whoever it is let you you know look through it play through it hopefully and then we'll all get there a day early and then we'll just play through everyone's games to make sure they've got it we'll give some corrections like hey you should mention make sure you're mentioning this when you start usually game like demoing games it's going to be a pretty quick demo and they're not going to retain all the rules anyways but we want to make sure that we sound and are competent when we when we speak of their their games yeah. um if this sounds like something you all would want to do here in chat like let us know we'd love for you to come on a trip with us uh we go to four or five per year uh perhaps more uh sooner than later um and we'd love for you to be a part of that like bubba was saying we really do need people to come with us to pax unplugged we're going to be working with thunderworks and funko and funko and, and they are asking for several of us because they trust we need us probably 10 i would say 12, 12? people 12 would yeah. be safe so funko is looking for eight people and uh, Thunderworks is asking for two, but I want to give them four so that we can kind of don't work um, all day. Kind of yeah, chop we, it up a little bit. We usually try to do four hour, um, four hour shifts each day. Uh, you'll get an exhibitor badge. You'll be able to get in early. Uh, you, some conventions let you stay a little bit later and look around, but yeah, you'll kind of have. I'll call it all access because if you have that badge, you basically can go wherever you want, anywhere you want. Yeah. yeah. So. If that's something you're you've been thinking about, hey, I'd love to be a part of that, or I didn't even know you were doing that, like let us know, please. You can email us oh, yeah. Matt at lovethenerd.com, Bubba at lovethenerd.com. Uh, we'd love to chat more with you about what that means. Um, Pax Unplugged is the very first weekend in December. I know it's close to Christmas, but you can tell Mima to get your Christmas present and let you go to Pax Unplugged. Because we we also make sure like you are there to to love and to serve mm -hmm. our nerdy neighbors. But we also want to give you time to like go and experience the convention. Oh yeah. Buy some games. Go to whatever game or game company you're passionate about and go be a nerd there. Go nerd out. Um you wanna go play Pokemon with people? Go play Pokemon with people because you can speak more than I like I I couldn't sit down and play. I just don't have the same level that some other people magic don't have the same level of knowledge. And if you're knowledgeable, it's almost an instant in into people's lives like oh you know about magic like, well, what, what's your what's your favorite deck type like well, how long have you been playing like just being able to kind of like you have the instant connection there and that's what we're looking for agent nomak would like for you to know that mima is not the booze of him <laughs> <laughs> well she's scary though <laughs> it's the white dress she's always in yeah you know? i know uh <laughs> super scary <laughs> <laughs> She's not it though. It's peepaw. Peepaw is scary. Hey, uh, like legitimately speaking, when we're there, when we're on mission, we have a blast. We have a lot of fun. You're going to be very tired. You be Do tired. not let don't let the games fool you. Okay, mm -hmm. don't let the 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 fun <clears throat> the fun environment fool you. You will have a blast, but you will also be tired. Um, Love That Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit religious organization, and this is a mission for us. This is our mm -hmm. mission field. And so we do work, um, but we, we, we work hard, but we also play hard. And so um, just know that yep. you're going to you're going to come out on the other side of this. and You're going to have a good experience. We'd love to talk with you more about that. 
go to lovethynerd.com slash on mission to see, you know, what we've got coming up. And like Frost said here in the chat, uh, at LTNCon, we will be announcing at the very least the major trips, the for sure's that we're going to be going on in 2023. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have you a part of that. Yep. And if you're at LTNCon, you will get a discount code for one of those trips um, next year. So, but teaching games is a, a big part of what we do. Um, I did mention earlier that the the safe space for you to teach the game is is in the space that we give you where you know you're in the booth and whatever and i did i also mentioned it was because of the experience people are going to forget how to play the game when you yep. go home um really the they'll whole, read the rules themselves the whole point is is for us to make sure that that game gets into their hands that's our mission mm-hmm. when we're at the booth is to the people who run the booth and so we want to make sure that that experience is something that they want to replicate with their friends and family I have very vivid memories, Matt. I don't know if you do. You're getting a little old, but who's speaking? Come closer. <laughs> oh, my, I think it's my knees that are speaking. Uh, uh, I have very vivid memories of you and I running trial by trolley for Skybound, mm-hmm. and just legitimately speaking, that being one of the most fun experiences that I've ever had running a game. It's it's very true, and that was also a very long weekend too. <laughs> That's it was the, so, it was so fun and so uh, it was tiring. It was it was really good. I remember sleeping well <laughs> when I finally slept, but it was a whole lot of fun. All right, there you go. <laughs> well, hey, thank you so much for playing with us and for hanging out and being a part of you know all the stuff that we're doing over here with Love Thy Nerd. Matt and I are we will be back next week. Yeah. Okay. And we'll be doing another another gaming tabletop topic. Maybe we'll be, I don't know, teaching you guys about a different game mechanic or something. We're we're moving out of the thirteen blotty blotty blahs. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like that's run its course. We talked about it uh, ad nauseum. Uh, Matt and I did, and we both agreed that we think that we're done with that. That was really fun. It was. Could just of, get to a point we couldn't do it anymore. Just truthfully, it's not sustainable. It's not no. sustainable. Nope. But you know what is sustainable? Going to lovethynerd.com, checking out all the great articles, resources, videos, podcasts, joining us on a mission trip, learning about what it is that we do and why we do what we do, all that stuff. Go to lovethynerd.com. And if you want to get involved in the community that we have, you can go to lovethynerd.com slash community. Mm-hmm. Exclamation point LTN in the chat will get you all the things that you need to know. But do us a favor, join our BGA group, exclamation point BGA, and also find us in the brand new Beard Bros section on our Discord server so that you can get in on these games, you can share ideas with us, we can chitty chat about all the cool stuff. We want to make sure that you have a voice in what it is that we're doing here. Yeah. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that we are qualifying 501c3 nonprofit mm-hmm. organization and... If you decide, you can become a financial partner with us by going to lovethynerd.com slash partner or exclamation point partner in the chat. Your gifts are tax deductible, and we would love for you to come and be a part of what it is that we're doing. Because the simple fact is that ministry costs money, and we can't do it without you. Mm -hmm. So we want to give you an opportunity to join that. If you do, um, you get access to a special Facebook group called The Fellowship of the Nerd, where... We ask you questions. We share insider information. You help us make decisions on some things. We give you an opportunity to be a loud voice in the things that we do. And, and 
Oh, oh, you have an and as well? And, or it may, might be the same and, you get to come up to LTN Con a day early and we get to do a, an exclusive game night with you all. We feed you dinner. Uh, we give away some awards to some of our, some of our, uh, some of our volunteers. So you definitely want to be there because... Uh, we're having a taco bar, and I'm super excited about Ooh-wee. it. Hey, I know, that's gonna the money's gonna flow in now. Yeah, <laughs> he announced the taco <laughs> bar. Whistle, whistle, right? <laughs> I was going to say that when we have opportunities for people, that's the first place that we post them. Um, is in that special. Well, that too, but just also plus tacos. So. Absolutely, and tacos, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, well, hey, stick around. We are going to raid Checkpoint Church. Checkpoint. P-O-I-N-T is here, Church. Sweet. Yep, that's a place. We did it. Hey, make sure that when you land in that raid that you tell Nate we love him. If you got any bits, any subs, anything like that, uh, I think it's still it's still Subtober. So Still subtober. If you wanted to go and sub to that channel over there with Checkpoint Church and Nate, um, you get a discount on doing that. So highly recommend it. But yep. we're going to get out of here. We'll be back. What's today? Thursday? We'll it's be back Thursday. tomorrow. Wow. And if you're watching us live on twitch.tv slash love thy nerd, we'll be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern with free play. You'll see our two beautiful faces, plus uh, probably a lot, a lot better, easier on the eyes um, than us. Kate will be here. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, you can focus on Red Dead behind her if you're you know, interested in anything. So, hey, we're going to be back with surprise insert topic here. You're going to love it. It's going to be great. Talking about Probably. Zelda. We're talking about the new Zelda game. We're talking about Zelda. Tears of the Wild. Can't mm-hmm. wait. Yep. Well, hey, if no one else tells you this, just remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerds. Bye. You just heard the audio version of Matt and Bubba in the Morning, exclusive to LTN Radio. This show originally airs live most Thursday mornings on lovethynerd.com slash twitch. Visit the channel and subscribe so you get notified when they go live next. Next.